We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Eleven o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Cody Tap, Nick Schwartz with you. I just think of Space Jam whenever I hear this. It gets you fired up. Get ready, Space Jam. Dude, this song makes the hair on the back of my neck stand I love up. It. I mean, this is this is an all timer. I love this song. How do you not? How do you not get a little juiced? Cody Listen doesn't look juiced. Oh, you know, I feel like it's hard not to get juiced for any song that showed up on a Jock Jams. Yeah, Jock Jams was the best. But any Jock Jams from like that mid nineties. Yeah, the Space Jam soundtrack. One, one of, the, of the greatest movie soundtracks it, of all time. It's a shame that there's a certain artist that's in, on the soundtrack that, that people, you know. The guy that's also associated with urination? Uh, yeah, yes, yes. Haven't you watched one. Pete Davidson um, stand up on this? He's I, like, I, just as I, long I, as you not. acknowledge the terrible things they did, he's like, I, you know, okay. what am I going to do? Because the Space Jam soundtrack is incredible. <laughs> like, it is. He's got to acknowledge they're a terrible person and be like, I still like that song. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, Space Jam, you know my feelings about Space Jam. We've talked about this. The opening scene, the intro after after young Michael Jordan is shooting hoops with his dad in the backyard and it cuts to the highlight montage. Oh, All-timer. All-timer. Thank you for the music. I was choice, recently Nick. going through our, uh, our account tied to the YouTube page because the corporate was asking for some stuff on it. This is where Cody and we did get us. And we did get several complaints, Nick, of uh, oh. copyright infringement from YouTube over our music. So. Well, that's their problem, not ours. Yeah. Hey, they want they want the YouTube page. They can deal with the legal ramifications now. <laughs> now it's on them. It's out of our hands. How many complaints would you say we got? Four. Okay, well we're doing five shows a week, so who cares? Yeah, not a problem. And um, mostly it was similar to the time that they got mad about like Pasquantino. We're just getting kicked out of like a Ukraine or Russia or oh. You know, uh, one was the Dominican oh, Republic. You don't, I don't think Ukraine matters or anything? No, I'm just saying, like, yeah. it was no. other countries. Not I don't think this. our listenership is nearly as high <laughs> in those countries. They no. matter in other regards, but not this regard. <laughs> We're pulling in your ratings from there? Anything like that? All right, um, so we'll get to the trash of the day coming up in about 15 minutes. So reminder, at 11.45 or 11.50, we're heading out to Arrowhead to hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. The one thing that, uh, you know, we, we've talked about the O-line and the D-line and Patrick Mahomes and the health of his ankle. What I don't understand is this notion that the Chiefs don't have the enough top weapons to win this game or to go head-to-head with Cincinnati. We know the wide receiver core for Cincy. Chase, Higgins, Boyd, all those guys will be number one wide receivers anywhere else in the league if they were on another team. So, yeah, nobody's debating that. Do they have the better wide receiver core? Of course they do. But I'm not worried about the firepower for Kansas City. That's not like that is not even on like you're going through like top three or four. I'm not worried about the firepower of really? the Chiefs going into this game. I would say, I mean, I, I don't think it's chief amongst my concerns, but I would say that this is maybe the only game on the entire Chiefs schedule where I'm like, you got enough, yeah, you got enough weapons. Really? For this one? You worry they don't have enough on offense? You're the one who told me that if we were redrafting wide receivers, three Cincinnati Bengals wide receivers would get taken before a single one for the Chiefs. That feels like cause for concern. No, I I said all three would be a number one receiver for any other team. But if we were just drafting wide receivers. Jamar Chase, of course, would be the number one pick, duh, out of this group of, like, these rosters. Like, between these teams, Jamar Chase would be one. 
Kelsey would be number two, and then I'd go Higgins and Boyd. Obviously, Kelsey makes, you know, like the argument a little but less. But how do I know this, Cody? The reason why I still think it's not a concern, the Chiefs did have the number one offense last time I checked in football this year. So, like, yeah, I still think they are. They have, that, the, they have the weapons. You're, like, the personnel head-to-head, I can't debate that. We, we know what they are as a wide receiver core compared to what the Chiefs have. But the Chiefs were the best ovens in football, even though Cincinnati's been one of the best the last eight weeks of the season. Yeah, so this is probably a, a Jimmy's and Joe's conversation, right? Andy Reid is the best schemer in the entire NFL. Now we're in the playoffs. So now it matters less about the X's and O's and more about the Jimmy's and Joe's, right? That's the, the argument we're having here is that Andy spent an entire season scheming them up to be as open as anybody. Travis Kelsey in his own podcast uh-huh. talked about how multiple times now, how Andy Reid could scheme his dad open, right. right, for a touchdown. But in the playoffs, there is a heightened sense of you better have the dudes because it might come down to just who is the better dude. And in the last game, then you've referenced this to talk about what we were talking about earlier, yeah. the them in the head-to-head. The last time, it didn't matter how good their scheme was. You know what mattered? That Jamar Chase made four guys miss, and he got a first down. And if it comes down to a moment in which the Chiefs just need a superior athlete to make a superior play, that all favors. I just don't think that all favors Cincinnati. They got way more of those dudes. Yeah, if this is some like Madden game mode, and it's like, hey, you're at your 98 yard line, or your one yard, your one or two yard line, you got to go 98 yards, I should say, and I have to get the touchdown on that one play. Which offense is more likely to do that based off of the skill players? Yeah, then then you're correct. Then it works that way. But that's not how that's not how the game is going on Sunday. We know the Chiefs with virtually these same weapons have either had the lead by double digits or seven points just a month and a half ago, two months ago, against Cincinnati. So I like, the this idea, like, they don't have the, the, the horses to get it done. They were up seven with seven or four with seven minutes to go with the virtually the but same But by that same argument, they, that we shouldn't that, even talk about Tony. them losing. Like, we're talking about the offensive and defensive line. Like, no. They dominated. They were way ahead of that game. They had no, it. I, I just told you that I'm still very concerned that they can get pressure on Joe Burrow and can they get a sack. That is my That is one of my biggest concerns still in the game. Like, I don't believe they can win this game if Joe Burrow's Stand there with no well, not, dirt on yeah, his jersey, zero sacks, yeah, no you know, chance. which is what has been happening essentially. But the 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 offense to me, it, let's take the ankle. You're good part of because it. you know the, that they were the number one offense. Yeah, this year. let's take yeah. the ankle and the unknown that we all have about really how mobile is it. That is, which might, but that might matter as far as like the so. talent around you. Yeah, if we want to open that conversation, like, I'd much rather have like the Jamar Chases of look. Kelsey is in a league of his own. We've made that very clear. We can talk about him in a minute, but it's. Like, as a unit, one team has one one group of players that if you just said, all right, I threw the ball one yard, and everybody has to go get 10. They've got, like... That's what I said. The, and it's not, you know. Yeah, and that's what I, I gave the extreme example of that. Like, 98 yards, one play has to happen on that play. Who do I... Who has more weapons to somehow finagle and get that done? Yeah, they, yeah but they, just in a more realistic, you're throwing it three yards and someone's got to get to the first down marker. It's like... Who has the guys who are more likely to accomplish that? Sure. And it is clearly Cincinnati. Well, it's not that Kansas City doesn't have players who can do that, but that's it, you know, for voting against more, each other. More likely, yeah, but Kansas City's done that time and time again as well. That was the issue we all talked about in the AFC title game is that they didn't have that at the point in time. Their their best option was somehow Demarcus Robinson on three straight that's plays. What, I guess you know what it is? Do you feel better about their ability to do that now Absolutely. this year? And that and that's Absolutely. probably why you are like why would we even entertain this conversation? Don't because I mean, last year it really was like when they were thrown to Demarcus Robinson. You point out we're all like, why? You're like, you don't have anyone else you can throw the ball to. I mean, don't you? They feel do better? have options. I mean, they you, got a lot of options. I, let's say Kelsey's not an option. All right, Juju, you feel better about that than what they had as their number two last year? Take you know, it was this Ty, you know Tyreek Hill. Okay, take that. You you st- let's say you, you rather Tyreek than 
Of Juju. course. Okay, let's say Juju's not available. Okay, do I feel better about... Uh, Everyone else, two through six, I'm going to give you the in, answer to this year's team versus in, last year's. MVS compared so. to Byron Pringle. You can just pencil McCole it McCole compared... You know what I mean? Like, we can go well, down... McCole's not playing, but yeah. Right. Well, we don't We don't know for sure, I guess, technically. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll I, find out today. I mean, honestly, we really don't know. I mean, I don't think so either. Yeah. But we'll find out today if... I guess we haven't gotten a single injury update yeah. on him. Everyone who's so focused on Mahomes on Monday, nobody even said, hey, Andy, what's up with McCole? And all, honestly, Canary's to that, Tony, to that mean, extent... Jody Fortson's been activated, and I feel like <laughs> okay. we're just sweeping him under the rug. No, it's Wednesday of AFC Championship Week, and we haven't even mentioned his name. So, uh, earlier, now we, I mean, now we have. Actually, but. earlier we did mention mm-hmm. when I suggested that they could have just not activated him it was instead in, of letting yeah. Chris Lamont's go. Yeah, and and you let, were very quiet. In I'm that not. Moment. I'm just let not. That slide. I, I think the text line brings up a fair point too. Like Chad Henney did just lead a 98 yard touchdown drive against Jacksonville. So, so let's play all the backups. <laughs> Let's get uh, who? I mean, who's the Cornell Powell? Is he on the roster? Is he on the practice squad? I think he. They put him on the. Stop. Like, we're I, talking about. We're talking. <laughs> we're having a real conversation here, Cody. <laughs> you just said play all the backups. <laughs> well, yeah, but the backups are good, obviously. Chad Henney, <laughs> Jody Fortson, Clyde. I mean, Jarek McKinnon. Clyde. Also, Jarek McKinnon also wasn't really. <laughs> That's the Jarek, one that got you mad. <laughs> Jarek McKinnon and Kadarius Tony also weren't part of the offense, even in the earlier match of the show. Like, so we'll count the, them as backups. The, Brian Cook the, can get some more time. The, the top <laughs> weapons thing. I'm not. I'm, that is that it truly is not like a concern of mine. Do I think the Chiefs have enough firepower to get her done? No, I, that's not the concern. I'm surprised you would say get her done. I just it just felt it felt like the time. It felt like the time. <laughs> Didn't right? feel like it, your vibe. It's not my vibe, but it felt. Where like does the Larry time. the Cable Guy rank oh, in your gosh. Mount Rushmore of comedians? Uh, not high, <laughs> not high. But it, it felt like the He's right time. He's actually a really nice person. That's what. It, well, why would why wouldn't he be? Well, you know, he I said just, like we would be surprised that he's. No, a nice I'm just person. saying like I've met him and he was very nice. Did you? What, were you supposed to think he wouldn't be nice? I just think that, like, any celebrity, that's a 50-50 risk. Oh. Being famous sucks. So I think that if you're a certain level of fame, there's a 50-50 shot they're going to suck because being famous sucks. Mm. There's pros and cons to, to that, I would I would imagine. You you would know more than I would on that. And more than Nick and I would both know combined. But being famous? Yeah, <laughs> the pros so. and cons of that. I hold the same amount of fame as either of you. I don't know. Nick's getting up there, man. Yeah, that the is Waving the Wee podcast is really Waving the Wee podcast, Arrowhead Pride. That's you true. Be, I mean. and, uh, and speaking of Waving the Wee podcast, guys, <laughs> you know, I always love breaking the news here first. Yeah. Well, I don't we, do it on Twitter we first. We appreciate that. I did it with the Travis Goff interview, which, you know, you can still go check out. I mean, a lot of rave reviews for that. Uh, tomorrow's episode of Waving the Wee will feature the one and only Jay Billis. All right. I like it. I like it. Ever nice heard game. of him? I have heard of Jay. Yes. Rhetorical. Your uh, your your favorite Jay? Well, or do you like the I Jay mean, we don't got do here? that. I mean, I mean, I have two really special JBs your, in my your life. Your Jay Mount Rushmore. If we're just JBs too, yeah, like let's JBs. Rank your JBs. <sighs> it's a dead heat. It's a dead <laughs> heat for first place between Jay Billis and Jay Binkley. Dead heat. But you know Binkley so much better. Yeah, that's kind of rude. Well, better. Well, they're they're different guys. You know, Jay Billis. I don't go to Jay Billis for college football talk. I don't go to Jay Binkley for college basketball talk. You got to have multiple J's in your life. Gotcha. If you don't have multiple J's in your life, you're doing something wrong. That's fair. What about a uh, f- you know Fox analyst? Yeah, James Brown. How do you feel about him? Did What's you just look that up? No, I had to think. <laughs> I didn't. I had to think Jason, about it. Jason Bateman. You know? <laughs> Jason Bateman. He's Jason my Brown. comedy. What about Jason Brown, called, the, 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 the football the... coach. No, I, he's not. He doesn't. Know. He doesn't crack <laughs> exactly the list. Not the list. So many JB. I believe he Jason said. Bean? I believe he said that. Uh, Jason, oh, Jason Bean. Bean, dude. Oh, oh, he can man. flick it. 
He can. He can. You know, I think Jason Brown actually said that Patrick Mahomes was overrated. He did say that, which is is asinine. He is falling down the rankings rapidly. (laughs) Yes, text line. We we see the reversal of the letters and what that means. Thank you. How how did did three people text that in at the exact exact same time? The same person? You guys are Uh, all thinking the same thing. Different people, but everybody's mind was in the same spot on that one. Also, just like, how horny are you? You just heard two letters and you thought, what if those are reversed and that's a thing? I don't think. How, just like, just like, just walking okay. around. All right. Maximum level. Let's Cody. Let's chill just a little bit, Cody. I don't think it automatically means that they're thinking about sex. It means that they are sophomore guys who think about 6'9 and BJ and farts. <laughs> This is our. This is part of our listenership, dude. Cody. Now we're getting a lot of JBs coming in. Jack Black, I love oh, Jack, Jack Black. Black. I think Jack Black is one of the more underrated comedians of the last twenty years. Ooh, ooh, everything he is in is hilarious. What's the last thing he's been in on it? Like, what's the last thing he's been in? I Jumanji. Feel like, I feel like we haven't seen him in a little bit. I don't know. Tropic Thunder was a classic. That's not recent at all. Yeah. No, I'm just thinking about his. I'm just thinking about his catalog. Were yeah. you a big Saving Silverman fan? Yes, that's, that's a great show. I'm a man. Great show. <laughs> <laughs> Saving Silverman's so good. That's God, when did that come out? Oh, that was early two thousand seven. Steve Zahn was still a thing. If it gives yeah. you any indication of when that movie or, came oh, out, oh one. School oh, of Rock, one, man. School of Rock was incredible. They had me pulling up Orange his County. Movies. The most recent thing he was in was the Weird Al movie. Oh, okay. I never saw that, but okay. Did you? I did. It was very funny. Huh? Good to hear. Is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about today, or is that about it? Well, Are we uh, done? No, no we're not done. <laughs> we're going to hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes coming up around 11.50 or so. Uh, thinking of Andy Reid, how about the coach on the other sideline for Cincinnati on Sunday and Zach Taylor? Because it was this time last year going in, understandably so, we're like, who the hell is this guy, basically? He was on the hot seat. Henry, Henry. I think you were openly yeah. saying, like, he's no good. Yeah, I think you he, were going that far. And I'll be honest, I still don't know how good he is. Like, it's hard, because it's hard to shake your initial thought of, he's no good. Right, for sure. I don't think he's a top 10 head coach. I don't know if he gets, I don't know how you can't say that now. Really? Now, if he gets to another Super Bowl, I'll admit it gets very difficult for me not to, to say that, but the same way people will push back on Joe Burrow and say, and I don't, dis- I don't agree with this, but say, Oh, he's got all these weapons. Doesn't that go against Zach Taylor a little bit? Like, do we think he, he, they haven't been, they haven't been one of the top record teams in football yet as him as a head coach yet. He's got Burrow and he's got, he's got a great defensive coordinator. He's got Higgins and sure. Boyd. And, and Jamar Chase. Okay, he so there's some non-negotiables, right? In terms of the coaches? Yeah. Reed, Belichick, Harbaugh, Tomlin. No one's really good. Shanahan probably at this point. Absolutely. He has made three. Absolutely. I mean, I always thought Shanahan, but. Absolutely, he's in the top ten. I don't think anyone's going to argue that. I think the, the so, thing that stands out to me about Taylor, and the reason why I take him way more serious than I have before is he consistently is the coach that is beating top teams. His team performs better in those moments. He has played the Chiefs offensively three different ways. He did the one-on-one. As much as we talk about Spag's plan, that means the Bengals attacked the Chiefs in three different ways schematically that all were super effective. And Zach Taylor's an offensive-minded coach. Who, who are we kicking out, though? Like, let's just go. Like, honestly, that's that's my issue. Like, who are we, so, we, as you said, there's non-negotiables. So, there's Reed. There's Belichick, there's Harbaugh, there's Tomlin. I think Sean McVay has to be in there. Um, I believe Mike Vrabel, even though he hasn't gone to a Super Bowl like Zach Taylor. I think Mike Vrabel is a better head coach than Zach Taylor. 
based off of Ryan. Dude, Ryan One Tan- guy who's been Tannehill's given so much more advantages. His, Ryan Tannehill's been his quarterback, and this dude's been the number one seed. He's got, like, I just, they won a Super Bowl with Stafford. Kyle Shanahan. Um, I would argue Pete Carroll just proved once again. Like, come on now, how Pete Carroll left out of the top 10. Can't leave him out. He just went to the playoffs with Geno Smith. I, I don't think that it matters that he's exactly top 10. I think he's somewhere between 9 he's, and 12. He's and 12. Derek Carr. He's 12th to 15th, and he's probably 12th. Nah, yeah, I think he's on the upper end. I mean, I get it. Like, you got to be like, is he really better than Pete Carroll? I understand that argument. Pete Carroll hadn't oh, done know, anything. We haven't mentioned and, Doug Peterson. Hello. Oh, I know. He we just, haven't mentioned him. The guy's got a ring, and he just... Doug Peterson's hired. I, I would rather have Doug Peterson than Zach Taylor any day of the week. How about that turnaround in one year? Like, Zach Taylor, both of these guys had a quarterback, right? You got a number one overall pick at quarterback, but the Jaguars had the number one pick last year and were a laughingstock of an organization. But so were since, like, when, when Zach Taylor took over, they were also a joke. But how long did it and take And had the number us? one overall pick, and it took him two years maybe, to get to the Super well, Bowl. maybe this is an indictment on us, but how long did it take for us to really start giving Zach Taylor credit? But also, Doug, now, Pe- Doug Peterson. Now, this second. You're going to leave this conversation, Doug, not a second sooner. Yeah, but Doug Peterson also does have a ring. Yeah, <laughs> like if we're just going, I don't think I don't think you're arguing that. And he took a starting quarterback who yeah. got injured in the middle of the season, similar to Kyle Shanahan. He took Nick Foles to a Super Bowl win against the single greatest dynasty in NFL history. I get it. And then he flipped the Jags. Zach Taylor's only had to do one thing: make the Bengals not a laughing stock, and he got to do it with the number one overall pick in Joe Burrow he's, and um, one of the single greatest collections of offensive I, weapons in the NFL. I get it. I've thought of all the coaches. He's he's eleven. He's You've 11. decided that you 11. have firmly well, decided thinking, to slot him into eleven. Yeah, because I, I I have to have Doug Peterson ahead of him. I I think Pete Carroll's ahead of him, and then we already went through the five that are obvious that have to be there. And I start going. The one through. thing about Pete Carroll is I'm giving him a lot of legacy value because before this, Geno Smith this year, I wasn't giving him any because before then Pete Carroll was no longer in the top ten anymore. He'd gone to Super Bowls and it was like a decade ago, and, and I didn't care. Anymore. And how wrong were we? We all thought it was he was holding back Russ. Because the other the narrative is, was Pete was holding back Russell Wilson. Are we sure that was actually going on? The problem is Belichick has way too much legacy value. I could never kick him out. Yeah, because he can't get the Bill either. Belichick non Tom Brady years would make an argument that maybe we've hyperinflated his ability versus Tom Brady's, but. He's got a lot of rings. I mean, he made the playoffs so. last year with. No, I know. Too. Look, I'm not. I'm not here. I'm not going to try to sit on the show trying to kick Bill Belichick out of the top ten or five. But I just understand that you know, for the people who are going to make that argument, that's how you get Zach Taylor in. It's this is a you know this. This is a what have you done for me lately situation. And Zach Taylor lately has done everything you'd ask him to do. Trash of the day. All right, let's get to it. Uh, there's always opportunities that you can apply for maybe uh, these random opportunities to make a quick buck, but you have to, maybe they you know, candy taste tester or something. This one I think fits someone on this show perfectly with his vast knowledge of cheese, as we all know. And that is a new study is looking to prove that eating cheese before bed can cause nightmares. You ever heard of that? Eat cheese before bed and you can have nightmares? Nick's what? the one having exploding head syndrome, so, so I am not familiar with But that. I'm also lactose intolerant, so I'm never eating Hold cheese on. before bed. I recently learned this. There oh, are oh. several types of cheeses that do not contain lactose, so we can still solve this problem. Name them. Oh, man. No. Okay, Cheddar, she recently mozzarella, Havarti, <laughs> cream cheese, <laughs> good timing. Colby Jack. Did I say Gruyere? Okay, so Blue, I can eat... I can Swiss. eat... <laughs> I can eat any of those cheeses before bed, and I'll be fine. Wow, we're the, then we're great. Wait, well, so the study undertaken... Our cheeses such as cheddar, Colby, Swiss, mozzarella, and Monterey Jack are virtually lactose-free. Okay. Um, okay. The <laughs> There is a study by Sleep Junkie. They're looking for five American testers. 
to go through several types of cheeses every week. Cody's already outlined probably the potential ones. The ones for our purposes. Asking the participants to record their dreams and nightmares. They're going to give you $1,000 once you complete the study. What? Just to eat cheese? The chosen candidates will be paid for their work, and all cheese costs will be expensed. Ooh. Quote, our dairy dreamers will become our official cheese testers, providing honest feedback on how eating various kinds of cheese before bed impacts their sleep quality. You must be over 21, own a smartwatch, sleep alone, have a consistent sleep schedule and not suffer from any sleep-related issues. And probably most important, it says, not be dairy or lactose intolerant. Okay, okay. so I'm out. You're out, Nick. Gold, are you, we never, we talk a lot I, about food. I are think, you a cheese guy? I like string cheese, mozzarella. Okay, but what cheeses, what other cheeses do you like? That's about it. Like, obviously, cheese on pizza. Um, but you won't just eat, like, a lo- cheese and crack. I'll eat, like, 50 different kinds of cheese so and crackers. I won't do cheese and crackers. What about charcuterie? So if I'm at the right setting, right? Like, if I'm at a winery and that's, like, the option, if it, then I'm all in. Then I'm all in there. What about, like, uh, you like queso? I do. But I've talked about this. I can go without cheese on a burger. If there happens to be cheese on the burger, I'm fine. But it's not my preferred. If they give me the option. I'm trying to think of a different type of food that commonly comes with cheese. Um... Like on a sub sandwich, like you know, you pick your favorite. Yeah, you sub gotta place. have cheese on I'll a sandwich. A, I'll get provolone on my like my roast beef okay. sandwich. Okay, that's the plainest of the cheeses, but yes, I like I like provolone. Good, though. Provolone's I think it's solid. provolone, but it's a very it's a very mild cheese. Look, provolone. I'm I'm really I'm really disappointed. Provolone didn't make your list of cheeses either. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, that was a massive what, oversight. Just because I didn't name any of the ones you wanted, provolone's not good enough. Cheddar, mozzarella, Havarti, cream cheese. No provolone. You gonna sign up? Should we sign up? Might as well. It's going to take place between March and May. I don't own a smartwatch, but my wife does. I bet I could probably just borrow it for a little bit. Yeah, one problem, though, Cody. You have another bed? Hmm? You got another bed? You sleep alone? Hmm? What? Because all the the farting? Did you hear the criteria? Did you catch that? The criteria that they said? I heard smartwatch. It says, own a smartwatch. Sleep alone. Oh. Mm. I could sleep alone for a couple Says, of days. Have a consistent sleep schedule and not suffer from any sleep-related issues already. I don't believe I suffer. Your children from waking you up at four a.m. Is that a sleep-related that issue? Seems like an issue to me. Why didn't you getting, sign up? Getting woken up at four a.m. from children seems like a problem. I'll try to sign up. We've never been selected. One of these times, no, but we keep signing up as a show because it's it's more fun that way. I feel like one of these times we're going to get selected. Thousand bucks for the show fund, or just for me? Just for me. I think it'll just be for me. That's the track. I think show day. fund. I think if it's Maybe. you discuss this on the show, half of the show fund. How about that? 500, Deal. 500? Split. Okay. Deal. There we go. 500 goes to the show. It's almost golf season, which means we almost have to bet Golf again. bets. Masters right around the corner. Right around the corner. And there's also, of course, other tournaments, but the Masters, not too far off. All right. Coming up next, Chiefs Red Half Hour. We're going to head out to Arrowhead, hear from Andy Reid right around 1150, but There's plenty of big picture legacy questions and hot takes that are already being spouted out. We'll get to the latest next. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gant Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gant Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Chiefs Kingdom, this is Mitch Holtis, and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold, every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Chiefs Red Half Hour brought to you by Greenway Ford. It's a new day, a new way at the all-new Greenway Ford. Here in about 20 minutes, a little bit less than that, we're going to be heading out to Arrowhead. We're going to hear from Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, want to get an update on where things are at with the ankle of Mahomes, and I guess maybe some more on McCall Harbin. But most importantly, where we at in the uh, rehab process for the ankle of one Patrick Mahomes. That is the number one question, of course, of the week, and will continue to be the case all the way up to kickoff, and will still be a question, really. I know, but maybe we can feel a little better or a little worse, depending on what's said here in 15 minutes. Sure. I mean, you say at least we could feel we could potentially feel a little worse. Well, I mean, I just would. (laughs) Would it be the worst thing in the world if we feel worse (laughs) in 20 minutes? I'm just saying, looking for answers. Well, if you're someone with this, I don't mind, like living in ambiguity. If you're someone with this mindset, you probably are hoping for the worst. I hope they lose to Cincinnati oh, now. Oh, okay. I mean, so that, that would actually help, yeah. If Mahomes can't go, so that's why Cody's thinking mm-hmm. that way. It makes sense now. It makes it makes a How whole lot. How much of sense. money do you have on the Bengals winning it all? Zero dollars. Really? Not a dime. Not a dime. Not a single penny. Hmm. None. I feel like the rest of the week you're just going to be searching for ways to manufacture anger. Towards the Chiefs, so you can just had a lot of good things to say about the Chiefs today. Gold was the one questioning their ability to get to the quarterback. I never. Alex, are you familiar with the concept of uh, overcompensation? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. You are, huh? Mm. Mm. Interesting. We got to stay on track before Andy. Don't you two get distracted by no? (laughs) That's rich. Hey, look, sometimes I can be the voice of reason. I'm choosing this moment. It's one of the few. You get like three times a year where I'm the voice of reason, so you might as well accept it now. Okay. 
It's not my job to make this transition, so. There is <laughs> already a lot of conversation about something that I don't even think you can really discuss until Monday, and that still requires a certain result on Sunday. Well, they're that, discussing it now. And I, I, don't, I don't think it's ludicrous, and that is the notion that Patrick Mahomes would not be as good of a quarterback as Joe Burrow, as in Joe Burrow passing Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league if Burrow beats Mahomes on Sunday. And while if Burrow beats Mahomes on Sunday, he goes to 4-0 against Mahomes, and yeah, it's a, it's a big problem. It is a massive problem for this franchise that that's a team that continues to beat you in twice in your building in an AFC title game. The notion that that one game, though, all of a sudden would move Joe Burrow ahead of Mahomes as if you can't even have, like Pete Traeger of NFL Network said, how could you even argue that Joe Burrow's not ahead of him at that point? Easily. One ga- very easily. One game doesn't decide everything. The first five years of Patrick Mahomes' career is still the best five-year stretch of anybody's NFL career at quarterback. Four title games at that point in time, the ring, an MVP, and after this year, he's going to have, at minimum, another MVP, so two. And yeah, if he wins, he's going to have a chance to get a second ring. Joe Burrow is the second-best quarterback in this league. Nothing on Sunday can change that, but I already know that will be the conversation because it's already happening. The conversation, if Mahomes loses to Joe Burrow, it's going to be a very annoying offseason in Kansas City. I think, well, yeah, that's going to be the worst. But I don't, honestly, I don't think Joe Burrow can change my mind. I'll just, I'll be, it doesn't matter if he wins this game. It doesn't matter if he goes on to win the Super Bowl. I will still say that Patrick Mahomes is the better quarterback. And I know that that's going to be like, well, that's rich coming from the Kansas City guy. Fine. Accuse me of that. But then I will have two blind resumes, right, to stack up against each other. One guy will have gone to two Super Bowls. One guy would have gone to two Super Bowls. They both would have won one. One would have been to five AFC title games. One would have been to two. They both would have two AFC, you know, Lamar Hunt trophies. Okay, so that's even. Maybe slight advantage of that. And then I can just start digging down statistics if I want. One guy, one of these guys has these statistics. And then you can start looking at weapons. You'd be like, all right, who had, who's still in the rookie contracts? Who had more talent surrounding them? Who had, the, you know, whatever. And it will be narrowed. There's no question. Mm-hmm. One guy will still reign supreme in my mind. And I know that that, again, I'm not saying that Joe Burrow, this is like the Dan Orlovsky word salad I had to listen to yesterday. There is still a difference in my mind for who is the best quarterback and who is the most accomplished. Those are two different things. Maybe that's what Orlovsky was trying to say. There's who is the best quarterback and who is the most accomplished have been varied throughout time. Joe Flacco was never the best quarterback in the NFL, but he was certainly more accomplished than a lot of other guys. Right, I still think Dan Marino is a more talented quarterback than a lot of the other guys he played with during his era. Yes, he wasn't the most accomplished. Those are different things. From the nine one three, how many times does Burrow have to beat Mahomes for him to be better than Patrick Mahomes? Gold five, six, twelve times. I don't think that's. I don't think that's how that works necessarily. If Patrick Mahomes is still going, uh, if you tell me that over the next five years. Mahomes goes to another three title games, goes to another Super Bowl, and gets another ring. I don't care if Joe Burrow gets to 7-0 and against Patrick Mahomes. If Mahomes wins another ring and Burrow still has a goose egg. Yeah, then the board, I really don't care. I don't, they know I'm not I, even entertaining I, I, this conversation. I don't give a damn in terms of this conversation. Will it be annoying as hell? Sure. But the it's not as simple as, well, Joe Burrow's beaten him six times, and he's won one time, even if we fast forward five years from now. that That isn't the deciding factor to me. It's not. So... 
I think we're at a point in Mahomes' career already where LeBron James has been for a very long time, which is how he gets discussed by the media, which is some of the great accomplishments, as in hosting five AFC title games, get turned around and, be, and they get used against you. You're graded on a different scale of greatness into where I already saw Scott Kaxmar or whatever, pro football writer of America guy. He pointed out that Mahomes would have more home AFC title game losses if he loses Sunday than any other than Brady and Manning ever had. I'm like, wow, that's not any good. Like Manning, well, he's like been three. the five. He's been the yeah. five in his six years. Like that, he started. I think Manning only played in two AFC home title games. <laughs> so it's like it's, it's and and, and it's we. Been rich. I think you, you brought up the Flacco comparison. Like the, the whole head to head quarterback thing. It is not as simple as that. Uh, then you go to co- accomplishments, and Mahomes will still have more accomplishments than than Joe than uh, Joe Burrow. I mean, Joe Burrow is is 0-3 against Baker Mayfield. We don't think Baker Mayfield's better than Joe Burrow. Well, it's the same argument for both quarterbacks. The text line is pointing out, if Joe Burrow goes to his second Super Bowl and loses them both, it'd be like, why can't you win the big one, Joe? Mahomes did. Maybe he can't win every AFC title game he's in, but he's been to two Super Bowls, and one of them he got a dub, right? Like, it's the same things you can knock on other people because clearly at this point, nobody's worried that Patrick Mahomes is... Great in big games. He plays in so many of them. Some of them are losses. This also comes down to not just what you talked about, the LeBron, but the Brady standard. Brady won such an incredibly high percentage of those games. It puts him in a different stratosphere that you're trying to put Mahomes in. Mahomes is already playing in more of those games. Aaron, We pointed this out earlier in the week. Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers both only played in five conference title games. Total. Mahomes is getting ready to play in his fifth. That's why the so stats I don't care that he has leading. more losses in them at home. It also happens that all five were at home. All five that Rodgers played in, all five that that Manning played in were not at home. Some of those were yeah. in Foxborough. Some of those, like when the, the the one Super Bowl title the Packers have, they were a road team. They were the yeah. sixth team in the conference. The, I think the best way to say is the gap would be extremely close. At I mean, that narrowed, you yes. Know, but, but that also still requires Burrow to win a ring after he beats Mahomes. So even if you say Mahomes is going to lose to Burrow on Sunday, Joe Burrow has to then go win a Super Bowl to have the same amount of rings. And then even then, Mahomes will still have his second MVP. Like So he, there's no there's no scenario this off th- right now, like in the next two games, potentially, there's no scenario where Joe Burrow is passing Patrick Mahomes. Now, if you want to tell me that he beats Mahomes on Sunday – he wins the Super Bowl. Next season comes along, Cody. And they play again in a title game, and he beats Mahomes, and he gets his second ring while Mahomes has one ring. Well, then, yeah, then it's gonna then it's gonna be very difficult. Then then Burrow would have been more accomplished. But there's no there's no scenario where Joe Burrow has more accomplishments or is the better quarterback over the next two weeks. He doesn't. There's no way he vaults ahead of Patrick Mahomes in, in the next two weeks. It's not possible. No, it's one game against two teams. Because then I have to talk about. Who is the better team? You said you think Cincinnati's the better team. I do. So what, now I'm yeah. dinging Mahomes? Like, and I don't agree necessarily, but if you're right, if uh, mo- most people think, oh, the Bengals had the better team, then what, I'm dinging Mahomes because he's on the worst team and he still got himself there? Like, I understand, and you're the not good, saying they're the, the better the team news, by a wide the, margin, but still. The good news is if Mahomes does win on Sunday with a bum ankle against a team that I do, I do think is better than them, uh, I do think Mahomes will get pl- plenty of praise nationally on Monday. Like as much as we're annoyed. Oh, he there. gets to bury everyone, <laughs> the, the, every trash talk, every person who doubted it was the, Burrow. The two weeks leading oh, up yeah. will be incredible. Oh, it'll be a Patrick um, Mahomes love fest. If you know, you've been annoyed by like other people <laughs> trying to anoint, the amount of Mahomes attention over the next two yeah. weeks is going to make every other 
fan base want to puke. Now, Cody, do you agree that you think the Bengals are a better team? I don't. I think the Chiefs are just as good of a team. I think they're equally good. So, Gold, when you say that you think the Bengals are a better team, is that just... Is that independent of quarterback? Because we obviously... Yeah, I've been saying it. For, this is not like some thought that I came up with this week. We, we've been talking about that on this show for the last month and a half-ish. He thinks they're playing better I, football than anyone. That, when we, you know, Everybody was talking about the NFC and, hey, the Niners are the best. I said, I thought Cincinnati has been just as good, if not better, than San Francisco over the last 10-plus games. I think Cincinnati's on a 10-game winning streak now. Something like because that. I don't think Cincinnati's um, roster is as good as... I don't think either of these teams' rosters is as good as San Francisco or Cin- the Eagles. Cincinnati has been far more impressive than any other team in football since... November 1st or October 15th, whatever the breakdown is. For it's like team. right around Halloween for them. Sure, yeah. Right. Like I truly believe that. Um, and yeah, it's not only are they getting great quarterback play, um, but I still think when you have a team that lost Joe Mixon and remember Mixon did not play in the game against, uh, against yeah. Kansas city. When they lost Mixon, I actually thought it made their team better in terms of for the long haul. What, I, think I, they, I said it at oh, the time, sure. and that was just more. They had to find other ways. They they found or other, Chase, yeah, or Jamar Chase was out. Yeah, both ways, Cody. Yeah, both ways. Like when they lost Chase, they had to run the ball a little bit more. That that mean that meant Pirine had to be more involved along with Mixon. So then when Mixon went down, Pirine gets over 120 yards against Kansas City. I think four, 30 yards receiving against Kansas City. I think that's the case, but. I, I, I think just, if you drafted, you left quarterbacks out, Nick, yeah. and you drafted 52 remaining players, you'd end up with like 26 on both. Right, but that, then I guess the question becomes is how far do you think the gap is between Mahomes and Burrow? Because we do grade quarterbacks on a weighted scale, and if Mahomes sure. is not just the better quarterback, but if he's the best player in the NFL, which I think we're all three in unanimous mm-hmm. agreement, yes. then yep. I, I think that's a pretty massive advantage that does even the scales a lot. Let's get a quick break. And when we come back, we're heading out to Arrowhead. Going to hear from Andy Reid and the quarterback we're all worried about ankle-wise, Patrick Mahomes, next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 